0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Houdat discussion. Houdat, 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 Houdat say they be Powered by Overtime, Overtime Media. Bring on the Bucks! What is up, Houdat Nation? Welcome into a happy recap playoff edition of the Houdat discussion. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then also you could follow the podcast on Twitter at the Who Dat And the Saints get a win on wildcard weekend, or I should say Super Wildcard Weekend, 21-9 against the Bears. And this I think was a pretty solid game here for the Saints. I thought that overall they did a good job. Started off a little slow, but you really came on that second half and they looked dominant. And to me, that was really good. They won the war of attrition, which was big. And they did a lot of great things in this game. And I feel like they did, you know, looking back to the previews, they did a lot of really good stuff that we talked about in those episodes. So great to see that, you know, great to see that game plan going in to that Bears game. And I I know the Bears are only 8-8, but look, a win's a win here. And now you're on to the divisional round to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a third time. As you all know, the Saints won the first two. So, They'll be looking for the sweep, and it should definitely be a good one in the Superdome next Sunday. But we're going to talk about this Bears game today here and how the Saints took advantage of that. As always, we're going to talk about our notes, then move over to our intriguing matchups, and then finish off with our group-by-group recap. So let's jump right into our notes here with our team stats. And I thought the Saints did a really nice job in winning some battles in these team stats, as you saw They were dominant in some places, or really, I should say, most places. Look at time of possession, 38 minutes and 58 seconds for the Saints, only 21 minutes and 2 seconds for the Bears, and that second half time possession was even better. I think it was like 22 to 8 or something like that, or 23 to 7, like it was that good, and it just showed how good the Saints were in that time of possession battle and they dominated that game. I felt like, especially in the second half, moving down the field, it was really great to see. It was just you know long drives. You like to see that, especially in the playoffs. And that really helped a lot of these team stats, really tilt in the Saints' favor. They outgained the Bears 385 to 239. You look at first downs. Uh, they out completely destroyed the Bears in this category, 27 to 11. And that had a lot to do with the third down conversions. The Bears were one of ten on third down, while the Saints were 11 of 17. Uh, that was obviously really good, and then when you combine the third and fourth down, the Bears are 1 of 11, the Saints were 11 of 18. So, again, I feel like right now you look at this game, the Saints dominated in some places, especially on third down, which I thought was great to see. And it just shows, like, that that defense, you know, when it gets hot and, when, you know, now getting everybody healthy, starting to at least, especially on that defense... I mean, it's catching fire at the right time. It just shows, like, this is a Super Bowl-ready defense. And I'm going to go out and say it. I do think this defense is ready to ball out here in the playoffs. And I know maybe the Bears aren't the best team. And we'll see what they do next week against, you know, Tom Brady. But I I feel like right now I'm very, very happy to see how this defense played. And they had a lot to do with this win. I mean, this offense in the first half was not very good. They only scored seven points. They kind of stalled out around midfield a lot. But they were gaining yards. And and I I knew they were going to break through. It was just kind of a matter of time before they broke through here and scored some points and they were able to do that in the second half with three just amazing drives and they were able to come away with 14 points and probably should have had 21 but again you still win the game so it doesn't matter but that's how good I felt like you know this Saints offense played in the second half and then really the whole game this Saints defense came to play and it just shows you that this defense could be dominant even in the playoffs which I mean look I, I don't think Saints fans are used to seeing that with just a dominant defense they played really good and even though the Saints didn't win the turnover battle one to nothing, you had the Taysom Hill fumble, which, I mean, we'll get into Taysom Hill. But uh, I mean, <laughs> right now, I I feel like the Saints did a really nice job in these team stats. You just look at it. I mean, the Saints were able to outrush the Bears 123 to 48. That's really good. The red zone, Saints are three or four in the red zone, probably should have been four for four, but you know, (laughs) I digress, and the Bears are one of two, the Saints won the penalty battle, which is huge, they only had four penalties for 20 yards, while the Bears had nine penalties for 50 yards, they won that uh, penalty battle, which I thought was really big, and overall this game, I felt like in that first half, a lot of things went wrong for the Saints, and they kind of dodged a few bullets, because you had the deep play to whims, who dropped the ball, it was almost karma for when he punched uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and he dropped a touchdown, an easy touchdown, he just dropped one right through his hands. Like, that was a big play that the Saints, uh, you know, luckily uh, were able to escape, and again, that took seven points off the Bears, uh, you know, point total, which is obviously really, really big, and I, I feel like that helped change the game, the interception, that breeze, it was dropped. I mean, it, w- it would have been an amazing play if if the Bears... Uh, defender was able to hang on for that catch, but it ended up not being a catch, so it just felt like the Saints were dodging a few bullets, I mean, and then for the Saints, who had the Will Lutz miss field goal, so it felt like, you know, the Saints kind of dodged a few things, and then, like, after the Bears couldn't really even take a lead when they had a lot of things go their way, you knew that the Saints were going to come through in the second half and play really good, and it's just like felt one of those games for the Saints where they were just kind of diagnosing everything in the first half. And then the second half, they just, you know, piled it on, which I think is just really, really big for this team. And and I feel like when looking at this this Saints team going into next week, I mean, I feel like that momentum in that second half was just really, really big. And I think it will carry over. So again, I thought that was really good there. And uh, again, I feel like the Saints dominated these team stats and that's going to be really, really big. And I feel like going forward, in the playoffs especially, if you win time of possession, you win first downs, you hopefully win turnovers, you're going to win a lot of games in the playoffs. And the Saints did that in this game, so obviously that was really big there. Moving over to the intriguing matchups and... Again, I thought that the Saints did a, a pretty good job with these matchups. Let's, let's start off with our first one with Marshawn Lattimore and Allen Robinson. And Marshawn Lattimore had an amazing game in this one. He played outstanding. So that was really great to see here from the Saints and the Saints defense as Marshawn Lattimore is back to his peak game, which I think is just really, really big. And he came in here. He didn't always face Allen Robinson, uh, but it seems like they were just playing like sides of the field in this one. But... You saw Marshawn Lattimore play extremely well, and he was able to do a lot of good things in this one. He had a nice pass breakup on a deep play. He ended up giving up three catches for 26 yards, but I'm pretty sure a few of those catches were in uh, garbage time as well on that final drive that the Bears were able to score a touchdown right before the game ended. And again, I feel like Marshawn Lattimore, you just look at his PFF grade, it was an 81.2. He played outstanding in this one, and I feel like if the Saints get this playoff Lattimore... And he's going to come to play, and we know he's going to come to play next week against Mike Evans. He's hitting this hot streak, and if he does that and he locks down Mike Evans again, that's a huge boost for this Saints defense. And again, I feel like this secondary, I mean, it's getting to a level where I feel like especially if everyone stays healthy, you're starting to trust it more and more, which is just really, really big. And you saw, you know, Lattimore, if he can just take half the field or take the best receiver and lock it down... It, it, it makes this defense elite. I think we could all agree with that. And it takes this defense to another level. And I thought that he did a great job of that in this game. And I feel like you look at Alan Robinson, he's a, he's a great player. And we all know that, you know, over 100 catches, over 1200 yards. But I mean, he didn't do much in this game. And I think that's really big. Only six catches, 55 yards here for the Bears. And again, I feel like that's just, again, a lot to do with Lattimore. And also a few of those catches were in garbage time. So, Again, Lattimore played great. The whole secondary, I thought, had a really good game. To, I mean, look, the Bears didn't score a touchdown until there were zero seconds left on the fourth quarter clock. So, again, I, I feel like right now, when looking at this Saints team, the Saints secondary especially, I'm pretty confident, even going into next week with Tom Brady. And I think Lattimore's going to continue that play. And that just takes the Saints defense to an elite level. So that's what I thought There. Second intriguing matchup was about the stunts, and I think this was really big. They did stunts against the Saints, and they were successful a few times. I mean, you look at overall, I think the interior pressure, I mean, if there was going to be one problem in this game, on especially for the Saints on offense, it was going to be the interior pressure, and it got home, especially in the first half, but I feel like overall it wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously it didn't impede the Saints on losing the game, so obviously that's big, but it wasn't like you know, this, 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 you know, game-wrecking, you know, job by Akeem Hicks and on the stunts Cleo Mack, I felt like, I think there was three pressures, um, on for Akeem Hicks, which, I mean, isn't the best, but isn't the worst either, so I I feel like right now that wasn't bad, I mean, and I I feel like going forward, and to me, this Saints offense should be right around 30 points, I feel like that's what, that's what they're going to be, I think, and I feel like they could have been right around 30 in this game, I I know it ended up with 21, but you had, kind of the, the seven points at the end of the game that you 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 should have scored there. I mean, I think we all agree with that. And then the misfield goal by Lutz, like there could have easily been 31 points on the board for the Saints. And I feel like, you know, I, I think that's where the offense will stand around. I think we'll be around 30 points. And that and that's just my opinion, especially as it gets better. And I, I think at a certain point, though, they do max out if the offensive line, especially the interior offensive line, isn't playing well. And maybe Brees compensates for it and, and does something great. And then they're able to score more. Or maybe this interior starts playing really good. I don't know what's going to happen here. But I mean, especially, you know, you have the Bucks coming into town. And they're going to try these stunts too. You know that. But I mean, it wasn't awful. It didn't impede on the game here. And the Saints really should have had 28 points, you know, at the minimum. And I feel like 31 could have been possible as well with the, the missed field goal. So I feel like right now when looking at this, this, this stunt game from the Bears, they're a team that likes a stunt. They obviously practiced a ton of them. I feel like the Saints did a pretty good job there. And I feel like overall, it wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. And it was good enough, obviously, to move the ball. The Saints moved the ball really well in this game, I thought. I mean, you had times where you stalled out, and especially in the first half, you stalled out. But overall, I thought they did a good job moving the ball. And, you know, then once they got into the red zone, it it was also they were able to do a good job and convert for touchdowns three out of four times. But then it was like from the 50 to the 30, they were struggling. And then once they got past there, they were good. And then before that, they were good. But, I mean, from the 50 to the 30, it, it was some trouble. But I feel like, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a huge problem if they play like this. Yes, it, you, you saw the pressure get there. Yes, but I feel like overall, I mean, if it was three times, that's not too bad. If it's four times, it's not too bad. You saw the stunts, and Pete basically did not communicate well. And then you saw Robert Quinn get a sack, or he got close to a sack. He actually didn't get a sack. It was very, very close, Breeze was able to throw it away. But I feel like those type of plays may hurt the Saints, especially against the Bucs. But, you know, when you look at this Bucks pass rush and the Bears pass rush, it's actually pretty similar in my mind. I mean, you, you both have really good good pass rushers. And I feel like if they put out the same performance against the Bucks, I don't think like that's the reason you lose the game. Um, I, I feel like it's, it wasn't awful in this one. I hope they get better because, you know, at a certain point, you really hope that. Uh, because when you hope Cesar Ruiz comes on, he plays well. I, I don't think he had an awful game. I don't think he had the best game either. Kind of somewhere in the middle. I think same with the whole interior. So, again, just don't wreck this game. And I feel like the Saints, you know, they'll be good going forward. But you would like to see them play perfect. I mean, I, I think they definitely, you look at Cesar Ruiz, I think eventually he does have, you know, that potential to be a great interior offensive lineman. And, you know, especially if you have McCoy, who I think is playing, is playing good. And then Pete, who you're hoping you know has all the potential in the world, we know that, and he didn't have like an awful game in this one. I, I feel like this interior could be really good, has a ton of potential, but they obviously got to come through with it. So again, that's just kind of what I'm thinking here for this intriguing matchup. I thought it was a very interesting matchup going into it, and the Saints did a good enough job, and um, it didn't impede them, in my opinion, on scoring points. And I feel like going forward, it won't. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think this offense will get better and better each week. And I feel like they're eventually going to, you you know, really click in. And I feel like they they started that in the second half. And I think they're going to use that momentum on to next week. That's just my full opinion there. And moving over to our final matchup. It was this Bears running game. We knew that was going to be the key to their offense. It was going to be the running game with David Montgomery, and he got shut down. Montgomery had 12 carries for only 31 yards, which is huge—only 31 yards, 2.6 yards to carry. And you saw this Saints front play really well. And uh, I kind of, before this game, I kind of got on Marcus Davenport, as did a lot of people, you know, about how can he stop the run, and obviously gets the quarterback as well. And I said, if he can stop the run. And he doesn't have a big running day to his side. And even if he can't get pressure, if he could just stop the run, I'll call it a good day. And they did that. So I'll call it a good day from Davenport and company kind of filling in for Trey Hendrickson, who is out in this one. I thought overall, I mean, the Saints did a great job stopping the run. And Chicago didn't have an answer for it after it. I mean, you looked at overall, they only had 48 rushing yards, 2.5 yards to carry. And when you can stop the running game, I think that's huge. Make offenses one dimensional. And the way the secondary is playing, I mean, that's a really nice quality to have. And again, I, I feel like this was if there was gonna be an issue in this game, it was going to be stopping the run. The Saints did that really well against a good running back in David Montgomery. And to me, that's just really big, especially going into next week, because that that's obviously when you're playing the Bucks, their big thing is the pass, 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 pass. But if you can't stop the run, that's just like an added like, oh, boy, we can't even stop the run. And now we're also going to defend against Tom Brady. I don't think the Bucks run on the Saints. And I feel like you just saw like a much better running attack here with the Bears and the Saints stopped them. So I feel like right now I'm very, very happy the way this rushing attack played. And I, I feel like overall, you're happy with what this Saints, this Saints rush defense has done all year. But there was that little hiccup and it seems like they bounced back. And that's really big here for the Saints, and they did a great job. And then after that, they did everything. The play action eventually was stopped, and it really wasn't a big deal. I mean, they had a few plays in the first half, but then after that, the second half really wasn't anything. And the Saints did a great job off the play action because they weren't fooled. And then after that, you had um, Mitchell Trubisky, excuse me, just dropping back the pass, slinging it around, and the ball was on the ground a lot because there was a lot of incomplete passes. I mean, overall, Trubisky did not play well in this one. I mean, he was 19 of 29 Only 199 yards and a touchdown. He got sacked once. His QBR was 13. His passer rating was 96.8. So I feel like right now in looking at this, I mean, this game from it definitely wasn't a good one. Very pedestrian from him. Didn't turn the ball over, but again, didn't make any big plays. And you got to give a lot of credit to the Saints defense for that. So overall, good job here from the Saints. I feel like your line played really good, especially the defensive line against the run. And your secondary did a really good job. Lattimore did a great job. And then you did a good enough job against the Stunts. I feel like this offensive line played good, you know, solid. And that's why you're able to get this win. And really, I mean, 21 to 3. Then they scored the Carbo touchdown with, you know, zero seconds left. And the Saints kind of, you were really hoping Breeze got in there. Because then he did like, oh, I wanted to get in. I wanted to get in right to the camera. Yeah, i like to see that intensity from breeze and i i you know i feel like the, that call i mean like it gets called back but uh it would have been great to have 28 points on there and been a much more decisive win but again i thought that second half was dominant the first half you still let so i mean again i, I feel like that's gonna be big and just starting fast is gonna be big going forward so again that's gonna wrap up our intriguing matchup so when we return from the break we are going to get into our group-by-group recap in this one. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion. And now we're going to get into our group-by-group recap here. And in this segment, we go from the quarterback all the way down to the special teams and coaching. And we basically grade them and basically just go over this game here group by group. So starting off with the quarterback, Drew Brees, I'm going to give him a B plus in this game. I thought he played really solid, 265 yards, two touchdowns. He was 28 of 39. I felt like that he did a good job in this game. I mean, he definitely took what the defense was giving him for a lot of the game. But then look, he hit the deep pass to Michael Thomas. That was obviously really big. And I think that really opened up the Saints' offense a lot. It was a 3rd and 4, and they were only up 7-3 at that point, and then he hits the 30-yard pass to Michael Thomas, or 25, whatever it was. He he hit the nice deep pass, and I think that really helped the Saints' offense, and I thought he played really solid in this one, and I feel like it was a good player performance, didn't throw a pick or anything, didn't turn the ball over. That was really good. Pass rating was 107.3. I thought that he did a very nice job in this one. I feel like he definitely got everyone involved, hit 10 different receivers, which is just huge. I mean, this was vintage Breeze in this game, and I feel like you're going to have to continue to see that, and I, I thought he played well. I mean, look, were there throws that maybe should have been, you know, a little better? Sure, but he was making um, some nice passes. That touchdown to Michael Thomas was a nice throw, was around a lot of defenders. Breeze is just so good against zone coverage, and that's something that, obviously, we know with Breeze, he's able to pick apart those zones, and that continued in this one, uh, I feel like overall he did play really good, and I feel like going forward, I think he does match up good against that Bucks defense, and I feel like that's going to be a nice matchup to take advantage of in this one. I mean, you saw Taylor Heineke have a pretty good game against the Bucs, you know, with the Washington football team, but I feel like right now, I mean, looking at how Breeze played this one, I thought he played solid. Even though the Bears secondary was banged up a little bit, I thought Breeze had a good game, and I feel like especially in that second half, he did a great job. And I feel like when looking at what the Saints did in this game plan, spread them out and try to beat that zone, I think they're going to try to do something very, very similar against the Bucs. I mean, obviously, third time around, I bet the Saints will have some tricks because that, that is the third time in a game. And, and that's why I feel like when you look at, oh, it's the third time, no, te- you know, no team could beat teams three times in a row. Like, that's obviously not true. Um, that narrative is statistically wrong, but we'll get into that more when we preview this Bucks game. And I have you know a lot of opinions about that game. So we'll definitely get into that probably in our preview episode. Uh, so again, but I feel like Brees played really good in this one. I mean, give him a B plus. I mean, it wasn't like this this huge, huge game from him, but I thought he played good. B+, plus, a minus. I thought he definitely did enough to win. He led this offense very, very nicely. I feel like why he's not going to get like an A in this one is because I felt like that offense did falter a little in the first half and it kind of stalled out at points. And obviously he's the quarterback he's going to take you know, um, the blame for that. I don't want to say blame, but you know what I mean. He's going to take some of that. And I feel like right now, I mean, I'm confident with Drew Brees. I mean, his arm looked good. That deep pass was nice. And I feel like if the Saints could hit two of those a game, one or two of those a game. So if defenses respect it, it's really big. It's really huge. And I feel like you hit Mike Thomas in this one. Uh, I feel like, I mean, the only really big play opportunity was the Taysom Hill fumble. Deontay Harris was wide open, but Taysom Hill holds to the ball too long. And we get, what happened? So, I mean, I, I feel like right now, what the Saints are doing and Breeze is doing, I, I thought he played a, a very good game. And again, I think he looks sharp. And that's just what I think there. Moving over to the skill position group, I'm going to give them an A minus. I thought they did a very good job in this one. Uh, Alvin Kamara, he had a good game. He had 99 yards rushing, couldn't get to that 100. I mean, but I, I thought he had a good game and he was running the ball really good. He also ran in a touchdown as well. He also added two catches for 17 yards. Deontay Harris, what a game from him coming off of injured reserve. He had a great game, seven catches, eighty-three yards, and I feel like everyone was talking about Kamara and Thomas, and then Deontay Harris has the big game in return here. He had a lot of clutch third-down catches, and he had he had some he had a good matchup in this one, and the Saints really took advantage of it. And again, when you're that deep in your skill position group, where you know you can get Deontay Harris, you know one-on-one with the safety and all that speed, you're gonna take that every time, and it just shows you. Really, this group is just, it's really, really deep. And Deontay Harris, he was the star today. So I thought he had a great game in this one. And again, he, he, he's obviously, we know he's very fast, he's shifty, and he's starting to make a lot of plays and tough catches. And you love to see that from Harris and for him to be kind of you know, in rhythm with Drew, I, I think that's just really, really important. So good game from him. Michael Thomas off injury reserve. He had that nice touchdown. He had the five catches, 73 yards. I thought he had a good game coming back, and that connection's only going to get better. But I thought he had a good game in this one, and I feel like you definitely like to see that. You got the touchdown, you got 73 yards, you got the five catches. He has some clutch ones in this one, so good job from him. Jared Cook had the four catches for 40. And with Cook, I mean, I felt like he should have had that touchdown, and he's going to have to come down with those, I feel like, especially as we move forward here in this playoffs. He's going to have to come down with those because those are touchdowns and you can't leave those off the board. So Cook will have to, to me, make some tough catches. It's not the easiest catch, but the ball's up there where only you can get it. Go make the play. So I feel like that's kind of where I am with Cook. And he's made those catches before, so he's got to make them here in the playoffs. And then really, Breeze just spread it out really nicely. He's just looked he had 10 receivers in this one. And I, I mean, I'm not going to go through all of them, but he had some nice plays. We had little Jordan Humphrey, who had a nice third down conversion in this one. Latavius Murray with the touchdown. That was an amazing play. Just a heads up, gritty play by Breeze and Murray. And again, when you have veterans on your team, you get plays like these. And very, very impressive. And again, I think people are going to say, oh, it was just muddy and like whatever. That was a really intelligent play by both of these guys. So Great job there. You had Taysom Hill. He had the two catches for five yards. But, I mean, Taysom Hill and his game, I'll just talk about it here. I mean, his game going to be characterized by that fumble. That cannot happen. And and at this point, it's the playoffs. I don't want to see Taysom Hill throwing passes, really, at this point. Breeze is playing sharp, and I- I'm fine with Taysom. He does his running thing. And, like, you, I think you should pass off the running. And that's something that I like to see. You don't just want to run it. You want to pass as well. But he can't take, like, four seconds to make a deep pass. And maybe just do him, like, 15-yard passes because – I feel like right now with Hill you can't have fumbles and especially from your your second quarterback like it's one thing for your starter to do that but when you bring in Taysom Hill to make that big play and it's in turn a big play for the defense you cannot have that and I feel like right now Breeze is playing sharp keep Breeze out on the field and that's just what I think here and yeah I know Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill and that's great but it's the playoffs and you need Breeze out there especially he's playing so sharp so again I'm Taysom I mean look I feel like Right now, when him, I think he's obviously going to get a lot of looks for a starter in the offseason, But right now, Breeze is the quarterback, and I would like Breeze making all the throws in the playoffs. That's just my opinion there. So it kind of is what it is. So, but overall, good job from the Skill Position Group. Give them an A minus. I thought I thought they played good. The one thing I would like to see the Saints run the ball a little better, and I don't think that's going to get better next week because you're playing the Bucs. I mean, if the Saints could run the ball next week against the Bucs, I mean, I I, I feel like this offense may be unstoppable. I don't think that is going to happen. And looking at this game overall, only three and a half yards a carry for 123 yards and a touchdown. Kamara was the only really successful runner in this one. Latavius Murray, who did leave the game with a thigh injury, and he only had four carries for nine yards. And we we'll obviously have to track that injury because, I mean, it, it would definitely be a loss for the Saints to be without Murray. But you yeah, obviously, have Alvin Kamara, he would obviously just have more carries, which again, I feel like now we're getting to this point, you know, you're in the playoffs, you're in the divisional round. If Alan Kamara's got to take that, that load, this is where you want him to take the load. Obviously, not early in the season. The Saints did a good job of keeping him conditioned and healthy and not giving him the 20 carries, 25 carries a game, probably for this point, where now you want the ball in Kamara's hands as much as possible. And look, he was able to have 25 touches in this game. That's what I would like to see Kamara to have. So that's just kind of what I thought there. But I would like the Saints to run the ball a little better. It would definitely help, especially earlier in the game. I know the 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 what Chomp Payton wanted to do in his game plan in this one. Was to kind of spread them out early in the game, and I, and I think it worked to a certain extent. The Saints didn't move the ball; they scored a touchdown. But I would like to see them run the ball to start the game, try to at least kind of um, establish that. I mean, they were able to do it late, and they won the war of attrition, and they ran the ball really good in the second half. But maybe a little more of that in the first half that would obviously help them get off to a faster start. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking here from the skill group. And then moving over to the offensive line, I thought they had a B game. You know, like it, it wasn't; it was basically average. Breeze didn't get sacked in this one, but that has a lot to do with Drew Breeze. I felt like, let's say, Taysom Hill's playing quarterback, he gets sacked a lot, Um, but there was only one sack, and that was from Taysom Hill, but Breeze didn't get sacked in this one, so I guess that was good. Um, The run blocking was good at times, I mean, then, but then there were a lot of times that Kamara was kind of stuffed up, but, I mean, this Bears front is good. I mean, I do want to say that this Bears front is good, but I feel like the Saints also lost a few times on the stunts, and, again, communication's going to be big. I mean, this time it was Andrews Pete with the communication and some problems, but, Breeze was able to throw the ball away, so at least that's good, but uh, I feel like right now, when looking at this this game, I thought that overall, the uh, the Saints did do you know a pretty solid job up front, and I mean, look, I mean, Breeze didn't get sacks, so that's obviously really good, Khalil Mack got blank, no sacks for him, but he had a good game, you know, he was able to put pressure on Breeze, and again, the stunts were something that were a little of an issue, Akeem Hicks, he was a little of an issue here, but... I thought overall it was all controlled and these guys didn't have like these monster games between Hicks and then also um, Mac. So I feel like good job overall by this this Saints offensive line just because, look, at least no sacks on Breeze. That's obviously good news. And they they opened up some holes late in the game, but I feel like when you play the Bucs, I mean, you're going to have to be a little better, I think, up front. And I, I would like to see one of those games where they played the uh, Chiefs, where they were very good up front against a good line with those Chiefs with Chris Jones and they did a really nice job there I think this game was a little worse than that so I I would like to get back to that level here next Sunday flipping it over to the defense here with a defensive line I thought they played a B plus game they did a great job against the run and that was really big in this one we know that the run if they stop the run this game was going to be very very hard for the Bears to score points the Saints did stop the run and that was the huge thing that's why that gets weighted more but the Saints have to get more pressure on Mitchell Trubisky. They only sacked him once, and that was by Sheldon Rankin, so it was good to see him get the sack. But overall, the Saints only had 14 pressures. Like, I mean, there were some games where they were getting, like, 28 pressures, um, like on the homes and stuff, but you only had that one sack. You look at QB hits, only two QB hits, according to PFF, only 11 hurries. Like, I feel like right now, when looking at this, <laughs> this game and with what the Saints defensive line was doing, you got to get more pressure. And I feel like next week, you got to get Tom Brady on the Brown. We all know that. You got to get him on the turf. And how you're going to do that is by obviously getting pressure. And that's Cameron Jordan. That's hopefully you have Trey Hendrickson back. If you have Trey Hendrickson back, I'm feeling a lot more confident about this defensive line. And I mean, that just shows you the impact that he has on this group. So, I mean, if they have Trey next week, I really think it's going to be a nice game pressure wise. If they don't, they're going to be on an upward climb. But you got to get pressure on Brady. And I feel like that's going to be number one big thing. And Marcus Davenport, you know, especially pressuring the quarterback again, I feel like he's kind of taken a step back here. And I feel like he, you know, if it's only him, it's him and Granderson, they're going to have to play better and they're going to have to step up here. But hopefully you have Trey back for that one. And I mean, I, I feel like if, especially because Trey Hendrickson kind of now has like a little of a backstory with the Bucks because you saw in the first game before the first or was after the first game, Bruce Arians. Basically said that they let the the third rusher, their worst rusher, beat us because he had like a few sacks in that game, and like that like really got to Trey. And then he had a huge game in this in the game in Tampa Bay, and um you know he was I, I think he chirped a little bit too <laughs> into the box. So he definitely wants to play in this one. I know so hopefully he, he does play in that game. And I feel like if they have him, I feel like that will be good there. But you got to get more pressure next week. That's going to be huge. But you give him a B plus because. They did stop the run, and that was obviously going to be a huge vocal point of this Bears offense. So they did a good job there. And then they let Mitchell Trubisky throw. And I know they didn't get it, they only got one sack, but the secondary played outstanding. So overall, good job from this defensive line. The linebackers, I thought they played solid in this one. I mean, Demario Davis played as good as always. I thought Anzalone, he had one really nice pressure that kind of set up that rank and sack. So, I mean, overall, you give him like a B plus, A minus. I mean, you didn't hear him a ton. I feel like with Quan Alexander on the field, like the linebackers are flying around. You don't see as much of that. You still see it from DeMario Davis, but you kind of see Anzalone be like that average player, which, I mean, you can still win with him. But again, he's not going to be like an impact player. So, I mean, he stopped the run, I thought, really well. Give him like a B plus, A minus. I I thought they did a good job there. And then the secondary, I thought they played outstanding. Give him an A in this one. They did a great job. Really nice job from this secondary. You got to give him a ton of credit because, I, I mean, a, a lot of these these stats were inflated kind of from that last drive. But overall, I felt, you know, you had Allen Robinson, you stopped him, and then really everyone else you stopped too. Cole Clement didn't have a big game. I mean, really, Anthony Miller didn't have a good game before he got ejected from Chauncey Garner Johnson. I mean, from Lattimore to Genoris, he dropped an interception. But I thought overall, he had a, a good game in this one. You saw Marcus Williams. I thought, look, you didn't really hear him a lot. It was really that one play on the trick play where he got beat. But besides the trick play, you didn't hear him. So that's good news. So <laughs> again, that's obviously really big uh, for the Saints. And then, you know, you, you look at the rest of those guys. I thought Jenkins had a good game. Chauncey Garner-Johnson getting a guy ejected. That's always good. And he is such a good trash talker. I mean, I don't know what he's saying, but he really gets under players' skin. And I mean, <laughs> next week, I bet he'll try against, you know, Evans and all those personalities for the Bucks. We'll call them personalities. Uh, to, <laughs> because they have a lot of guys that are very vocal and you know especially when that team's not you know not doing so well you, you hear a lot from that side from Brady Evans all those guys um so again you, also AB's on that team we all know about him so I, I feel like right now <laughs> when looking to next week that will definitely be an interesting matchup with Chauncey Arnold Johnson but I feel like overall the secondary played really good and that's going to be big going into next week when you face Antonio Brown, you face Chris Godwin, you face Mike Evans, you face Rob Gronkowski, you, I mean, you face Cameron Parade, like all those guys, I mean, they have a lot of good pass catchers, so it's going to be big that the secondary plays well in this one, so give them an A, I thought they did a really nice job there, so that is what it is, and then moving over to the coaching special teams, I thought, again, good job from coaching. I thought, I thought this was a well-coached game from the Saints. And you saw what really this game came down to was the Bears making a ton of mistakes and the Saints not making them. You know, how many offsides penalties does the Bears have? They had their trick play. They drew it up perfectly. They throw it, drop pass. And I, I feel like a lot of that has to do with discipline. And the Saints were better at that. So that's a big part of why they won this game. So give them an A. I thought they did a good job. Dennis Allen did a great job. This coaching, I think they had a good game. And I think they're going to have a good game going forward. Like, this is a great coaching staff. And I feel like at a certain point, you definitely expect excellence. And I thought this was a really uh, good game plan. It was well coached. And this team is well coached. So I think that's just really big there. And then moving over to special teams. A little shaky. A little shaky for sure. I'm going to give them a B. But you, you can easily go lower. I, I, I thought the punts were fine. The punt defense was fine. Like all that stuff was big and good. But the one thing that was bad was Will Lutz. And he has to get this fixed. Because at a certain point, these missed field goals are going to come back to haunt him. And I don't know if he's hurt or what's the deal here. Because I, I'm i done like saying, oh, the laces were out. I'm not worried about Will Lutz. Like he's got to make these kicks now. And it's really, um you know, make or break here. You're in the playoffs. And it, if you lose them, these games will be close, especially going forward. You, you can't miss field goals. And Lutz is going to have to hit the 50 yarders. And those are just going to have to happen for him. And we know he's capable of it, but he's just not coming through. He, he has to kick these. And, they, and then they have to get converted into three points. I know it wasn't the difference in this game, but going forward, it will. I mean, I, I feel like I just know it will. So let's make those kicks. And I, I feel like then that's going to be big. But that that's a vocal point. And again, you're like, oh, why are you talk about the kicker? Because it's really important. Because you don't want to lose games in special teams. Because, I mean, look, especially going forward, all these teams are good. And the Bucks are good, and the other in the other game is going to be the Packers and Rams. Those two teams are good. Like again, you're not going to be able to blow these teams out, most likely. So you're going to have to win with all three phases, and that also comes down to Will Lutz. We know that he's capable of doing it. Now he's just got to punch it through, and he has to have a big game, and he he has to start um, going back to his old self. So that's going to be huge going forward. That's why I give him a B. That this whole group of B, even though everything was good besides Lutz. Like I I feel like right now. You got to see better from him, and we all know he's capable of it. So, I mean, I don't want to get on the guy too much because he's been so good for the Saints. But got to see better play from him here going forward because at a certain point he's going to miss a kick, and like if the Saints lose by three, you're going to tie it right back to the field goal. So, again, I feel like that's going to be really big here going forward. But overall, I felt that you saw some good returns by Deontay Harris. Definitely, I think having him back there is big. the The punt defense was good. Thomas Morstead was pretty solid as well. So that's just kind of what it was there. I mean, last thoughts, I thought it was a good win for the playoffs. And I, I feel like, again, that, that that's a big first win because just to get the monkey off your back kind of after last year, I mean, it's just important. I think going into the next game with momentum, that's big. And I, I feel like, you know, bring on the Bucks. As I said, first words of the podcast, bring on the Bucks. It's going to be you know, a great game. We're obviously going to get into our preview later in the week, and it should be very, very fun. I'm not sure if I'm going to do two episodes for the preview or one. Haven't really decided that yet, but again, it's going to be a good preview because I feel like the Saints definitely have some matchups they can take care of. We all know that because the Saints won the first two games, and you see the whole national media just go into the box and like, oh, they're going to win, and they're so good, and Brady's gotten so much better. Look at the teams that they they played through this stretch. Like, I thought they were going to go 11-5. and I thought they were going to win out because you look at that stretch. They beat bad teams. They're a good team, but I mean, you can't say that they had some revelation, or maybe they did. I mean, I don't really know. But, I mean, you see him against, again, all these bad teams, and then you see him in the first playoff game against a 7-9 and team, the Washington football team, and they only win by one score. Again, I feel like right now, I mean, again, there's a lot of people talking about how good the Bucs are, and, you know, I feel like you don't see the same thing really about the Saints. So, again, it's going to be a very good preview. This is going to be a good game. I mean, you get the third time through it, and, like, these teams know each other really well, and I feel like... <laughs> you got Brady Breeze part three now and it should definitely be really fun but I think with all that said it is time to wrap up this podcast if you like what we're doing here at the Who Dat Discussion you should definitely follow us on all of our social media accounts so on Twitter you can follow us at the Who Dat Dis on Instagram you can follow us at Who Dat Discussion And then also, you can listen to the Who Dat Discussion wherever you get all your other podcasts. That means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, we're on all of those sites. But the Saints, good win here, and I feel like now you're moving on, you survived, you advanced, and now you have a date with the Bucks at the Superdome. We'll be back with you guys later in the week to preview that game. As I said before, not sure if it'll be one or two episodes, but uh, we'll definitely announce all that stuff on Twitter here. Um, it should be a really good preview, should be a really good game, and definitely guys stay tuned for more content, but I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening, turn it loose, and Houdat!